consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Uz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, in the red corner, representing Marvel Comics is my boy, Ed. How you doing, bruv? I'm great. Wonderful. <laughs> doing great. <laughs> it's like a, Ed is always on the bright side of life. You know I mean? Hey, man. Marvel fan. Like, I'm great. I'm fantastic. Yeah. Plus, no merit, so I can do what I want. That is, yeah, that is true, man. That is true. I've literally been spending the last two hours, like, clearing up around, <laughs> around that house. There you go. Um, just like, yeah, just uh, basically like my... Um, over years, my son is a bit of a hoarder, so he's just been like accumulating stuff upon stuff. He won't throw away anything, right? So I just decided today, let's just go through like some of your toys and things like that. And some of these are like, I was looking at some of them and thinking, <laughs> thinking, okay, should I be worried about this boy? Yeah, because there's like, there's like Batman's with his leg ripped off, but the rest of his body's intact. Aquaman's arms ripped off. Oh, One of these guys' head. One of these guys' heads. I never understood that. Like as a kid, I used to go to like certain kids' houses and their toys were just (laughs) destroyed. Like my toys were immaculate. Like they were they all had their pieces, they all had their guns they came with, all their weapons, all had their limbs. The thought of just breaking them up like that, it's never made sense to me. Like, why? That's that is that is the thing. So my kind of theory was he's got so much of the stuff and he keeps keeps getting given stuff by relatives and things that he doesn't really care about yeah, it, yeah. right comes, so if you yeah if you have a few of them uh then you'll really really take care of it there basically you know once that is gone that's it they, oh, yeah. there's not another one coming you that know what was I mean? me that was my child <laughs> <laughs> and that's why girl. that's why you took care of everything yeah. right so um so so basically yeah with his with his stuff and now i've just started to get rid of just like so many things man uh, there was basically this thing that i don't i can't even remember anybody buying there for him is it remember these things stretch armstrong back oh, yeah in, back in of the day <laughs> So he's got a stretch Armstrong Sonic, and he's got a stretch Armstrong wow. Aquaman. Didn't even know as they well. did those. <laughs> they do those now, yeah. And they're like, basically, like um, the problem with the stretch Armstrongs, right, is that the paint is acrylic on the top, yeah. but obviously it's rubber underneath. Yeah. So it looks okay when you first open it, but if you deform it a few times, the paint starts flaking off, right? Yeah. So, so this Sonic is now basically completely blue but he's got he's got white feet because obviously there's a white rubber feet and like the rest of it is blue and aquaman is just like this orange blob, blob whatever so i just like i gotta chuck this thing in the bin <laughs> just like never been used for like you know three four years just sitting down the bottom poor aquaman is, you know what i mean is it critic uh, toxic or is it water-based uh, acrylic is toxic yeah acrylic is toxic so that can't so be good having all that flaked off paint that's laying around with kids just you know <laughs> putting crap in their mouth it's probably yeah it's probably been eaten to be honest it's probably been oh, uh you know what i mean so yeah just half, half that stuff just kind of gone away and half, some of the things that i like gave 
to him. And I just look at it and think, wow, you basically wrecked this. Like um, I had a uh, death of the family joker that he just, that was in my like little collection thing. And he decided he wanted that and took it to his room. And now it's just wrecked. Like all his like uh, little weapons and everything all disappeared. And like, you know, the paints come oh. off him and stuff. And they're just like, because I, I, I was lit on Amazon. I thought, let me see if I can replace this. Like 40 quid to replace it, man. When I got it, it was like less than 10 pounds. But now it's like 40 pounds. I'm just like, there's no way. And he's totally when wrecked. I, when I hear that shit, like when I was... Around the time in like when Batman '89 came out, so probably around '1991 when all the toys started coming out, that was when my uncle had just got his like first job. You know, like when you're young, you got your first job, you're still living at home, so you can still like spend money on rubbish. So he just decided mm-hmm. for this little period of time where he would spoil me. So I got the whole set of like the Batman '1989 Batman movie toys, <laughs> even like all the henchmen, the whole Batcave, all the, the Batmobile, the Batwing, <laughs> like everything. It was amazing. And then one day it all just disappeared. And I later realized that my mum was just like just giving away all my toys as, as I started. Oh. And I just think like, <laughs> and like I said, I kept all of that immaculate. So oh. it's like, what would all that be worth? Oh. All those old G.I. <laughs> Joe vehicles and weapons that I had. The original Game Boy that I had with like the million batteries that it took. The mum would just give away. Didn't even ask the me. Thing just, like, it would just disappear one day. Wow. My comics wow. as well. I've only got one little box of comics from my yeah. childhood. My mum just gave all the rest away. I sold them all. It's like, ah, yeah, ah. yeah. That is not. That is not. Especially in the last year, because people just went mad on collecting, like literally anything, because oh, they were just like, every, something is going to go up in value, whether it was Pokemon cards or whether it was games or whether it was, you know, anything. Like literally, just collecting, like anything. Um, so yeah, that they were probably worth quite a bit, crying, and now obviously man, they've obviously crying. they've like disappeared, man. So, um, should we do? Should we do the um, the uh, listeners' questions first, or should we do them do them at the end? Let's do it. We always forget the end. Okay, so um, so we got one uh, message in from a guy called Jay, um, who basically said um, that if if we could look at any property like whatsoever, whether it's an IP or a new idea, what would we pitch to a movie studio and why? Like, you know, it can be an existing property or it can be, you know, whatever. He also, he also said, he also said, um, I love your show, but basically the, um, the DC guy needs to stop talking over, <laughs> over the mum. No, I'll say I've that. I've had that twice now. The second time I've had I'll that. I'll say now. that. I love it. I get to just sit back and do nothing. <laughs> I enjoy that. It's the second, second comment. So, um, so yeah. So, what would what would you pitch to a movie studio? I should have told asked, told you this question before, shouldn't I? So, well, yeah, no, I've had a variation of this question before about what sort of comic book properties would I make uh, movies about? And I've always said, like, I want the, the, the original wave of image comics, particularly the Wildstorm, Jim Lee's little studio, and Top Cow, so Witchblade, Darkness, like I would love that whole universe to all be, to come onto the big screen, man, and what Jim Lee's ones were like, no, other Top Cow ones were like Cyber Force, Jim Lee stuff, which is now in DC, so I thought you can't really do that now, but, you know, Wildcats, uh, there's so many, like I loved all that stuff. I didn't like so how would you pitch it? How would you pitch it? That's oh, I can't thing. pitch. Like, I can't pitch. You can't pitch. I'm no good at that. I've actually tried to pitch ideas. <laughs> oh, you before, tried to pitch it. And it just like you when it's in your head, 
And then when she actually comes out of your mouth, it's just gibberish. And it's like, I understand why you don't want to take this property on because it's terrible <laughs> the way I explained it. But yeah, this yeah. is this is untapped gold. Untapped whole, gold. The whole yeah. original like image comic universe, like Young Blood. Like Young Blood weren't great, but they were pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff in image that they could they yeah. could do, man. They, there's a lot of yeah, stuff in there image. There's so much do. there. But yeah, the top cow stuff particularly, I think, would be solid. The Witchblade and Darkness, I think, would be great. great. So I, I was thinking about this last night, right? And I was going through, like, obviously, like, DC stuff and things like that. But then I was thinking, <laughs> a jokes film that I would love to see is Old Man Harry Potter. It'd be like old man Potter or something. Oh, like anything. Wow, you get going yeah, like completely out of the box. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally, like old man Potter, yeah, when he's literally just like, he's like, he, he like hates life, like, like no good. And he's like really old, like in the 70s. Yeah, and he's having to look after like some of these, some of these old wizards and stuff, man. And he's just like, you know, they're they're like going out of control. He doesn't want to be part of like of any of this wizard stuff anymore. But um, <laughs> yeah, I would I would just I would just love to see like uh, you know Daniel Radcliffe is like a Very like cool. just old dude. Like it's just not that old just school. Like, he's no longer a school. It's been shut down. So it's like old people's home now. Of just the old wizards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was just oh man, I don't know how to pitch that either. But yeah, old old man Potter would just would be a classic, man. absolute great. classic. Um, moving to an old man that I will say is not a classic at the moment, but but I don't know what you're saying there at the moment. Uh, Boba Fett. What episode is this? Episode five, four, five. This five. week it finally got good, and the way to make it good was to take Boba Fett out of it and put. <laughs> Mandalorian it to just basically turn it into an episode of Mandalorian. And suddenly it was a good episode again. I'm like, yeah. And that's so bad that the I know. coolest character is no is no longer Boba Fett. They they everything that was cool about Boba, they took away and gave it to this other Mandalorian character. And like now he's the guy now. He's the cool one. And now Boba's just this dude who just like, I don't know, what the fuck? He's a Buddhist. I was I was watching this and I was thinking I, I really liked it as well, but I was kind of thinking, what the hell am I watching? Am I watching Mandalorian or am I watching Boba Fett? Because until literally right at the end, yeah. this has nothing to do with Boba Fett whatsoever. And I think that's probably I got fury. Yeah. I got fury. They made a lot of uh references to and about the Dark Saber. I reckon Boba Fett might end up with that. That oh please, Mando's not going to keep please. it because they're making don't. this whole thing about how it gets heavier as you use it, and you need to be very like at one with oh, the saber. Yeah. And who's yeah. who's a very spiritual person now? Boba mm-hmm. is. He's all about you know the Zen now, all that shit. I can imagine it. it I, I just see it. maybe I reckon Boba's going to end up with it. Why else would you what? put so much focus on it? Either I epi- hope not. I really hope not, man, because th- that means he has to defeat the Mandalorian in combat, which basically puts the Mandalorian lower down, <laughs> right, as a, as a fighter. But also at the same time, like, I, the problem with Boba Fett is it doesn't know what it wants to be. What do you want to be? Do you want to be this, like, 
uh, you know, I'm forging this kind of, um, you know, th this empire there basically. And, you know, I, I, I'm making my own, you know, making my own kind of um, thing that I'm going to become, go to the top of this kind of thing. I understand, like, the, you know, sometimes the best way for you to become the top of the tree is to make alliances and make friends with people and stuff mm. like that. But that's not interesting, man. You know what I mean? Not I, when you know, being nice about it. No, you need to be completely ruthless and he's not really that guy yeah. anymore. And the thing is, even when you look in history, when you had people who were like, okay, we're going to make an alliance on this, we're going to make an alliance on that, and they did they still had that backup of like, okay, fine. If you mess with us though, we're going to use force to, to like deal with it. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's kind of like, I find it weird that obviously, you know, um, Phoenix Chan has, Chan has kind of come and said like, you know, we need muscle. So it's like, let's get the Mandalorian. It's like, dude, if you're going to get muscle, you need to kind of like, you know, go to go to a variety of different people maybe like you know that uh maybe the wookie knows other wookie i mean i'd rather have 10 wookies right than like that, that than one Glory, you know what i mean as like muscle like a wookie army like walking around and stuff like that but um the interesting thing about this show um literally from kind of from kind of start to finish the um bryce dallas howard um oh, was the one who's directing so it yeah, she needs to. She needs to be given yeah. some Star Wars. Robert boxes. Rodriguez needs to retire. I'm sorry, like <laughs> off of the back of you know Spikey's and all those other garbage films he made, like and what he's been doing with this. Whenever he's in the director's chair, it's like how how is Bryce Dallas Howard's stuff so much always so much better? This yeah, guy has like decades on her, and it's like no. Oh. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, her dad is. A top quality director so he must have told her some things i don't oh, know like exactly, and she's exactly. been an actor for a long long time so yeah, she's been yeah. in that in that business and stuff um it, it, it's interesting because i kind of um like in in terms of the storyline obviously we get uh introduced to the mandalorian there was so much like cool stuff in there um the you know the, yeah. the ship that they end up getting was just cool as hell yeah. um is the, it the very know, ship that was in like the prequel as well because they did say well, it belonged to the queen and that, what, that yeah, well, yeah. Well, I've looked, at, I've looked at loads of like pictures and stuff, and people been zooming up to like the headrest and the headrest that Anakin was sitting in front of and stuff. Yeah. And it, it's the same headrest, it's the same, yeah, you know, yeah. um, uh, same uh, what's it called handles that you know he's got and stuff like that. Keep in mind, it's like fifty years later, so it's going to be different bits are going to be swapped out as well if it's not identical so yeah and you see where he went through the canyon that basically they did the pod yeah. race through and stuff which is quite cool um and uh and yeah I, it's like you know everybody loves x-wings right and i think x-wings are like cool as hell but then when this guy actually goes up into into space and there's two x-wings there <laughs> you kind of think of this ship is like cool i think it's pulled over by the police that made me laugh man yes i'm so sorry exactly exactly and then he just chips right and it's like that's so like typical like so many like you know race movies even like mm. fast and furious kind of stuff where it's just like oh do you do you want to fill in that paperwork or you just want to just say sod it we didn't even see nothing because that guy just like disappeared man one thing so that did pop out to me though or stand out to me it's like has he completely given up being a bounty hunter then because he can't be a bounty hunter in that ship because there's no space for mm. the person no space capture. for bounty and where's he gonna live now because he was living in the other one the razorbacks it was big enough to be like a little a camper van this is literally just a cockpit 
yeah i mean he was he was banished from that um that halo space station how thing, cool he? was that man <laughs> yeah, i exactly. love that that was so cool yeah I, I i would actually love to live on something like that yeah. because it would be absolutely that should cool, be where man. the show should be based man not on middle of the desert but, yeah it's but the that's the thing like so basically like with that um so uh he's basically been banned from being part of the Mandalorians, right? Because he took no, his helmet yeah, off, yeah. right? So he's not, he obviously can't go back there, but he's going to go back and, and meet um, uh, Grogu again. Um, and something got made there for him. Don't know, don't, we don't know what it is there yet. So we'll obviously, we'll, we'll have a look and then see. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think it's a little helmet? I'll laugh my head off. Well, no, we saw a little, <laughs> it's a little packet, wasn't it? We saw a little ringlet. So it was like a chain. Maybe I thought chainmail first, but no, maybe like starting to put something on. Maybe that little silver thing that was always on the cockpit that he kept, the little ball. Yeah. Some people I've seen, they've said like uh, when Yoda in the prequels is wearing his shawl, he had these little chains that linked them together, like the shawl over the top. And it's just like little, I I don't know whether it's that or or whether it's some kind of, you know, some kind of thing to do with that. I already know about it. But then if he's going to see Grogu, that means he's going to see Luke again, right? Which, you know, uh, because, you know, he's not going to let, like, and maybe then we might end up seeing, you know, a little uh, Kylo Ren or something, which will be even more funny, man, with his little bad dreams and stuff. Um, Possibly, he'd still so, be a baby at this point, though, to be honest. He'd still be, yeah, he'd still be yeah. a baby, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll kind of... Um, yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting to see all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, just, Bobby gets the black saber, the dark saber, and then he, has, he if he does, then he can't stay on Tatooine, can he? He has to go and rule over other Mandalorians. Probably not the ones which are like, don't take your mask off ever. I mm. guess the ones that are more like the other lot that don't really care about that. Because he, because yeah, that's the he, whole point he, of it, isn't it. You have to rule over. So he's gonna ally with Bo-Katan, I guess, and then yeah. you know, and then um, that leaves that Fennec kind of to rule over Tatooine as the, and that suits her a lot more because she that safe. suits her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She should be ruling it uh, with exactly. um, with the what's it called, cyberpunk dude. Is the, the right, yeah. right hand? <laughs> oh, uh, him. that was a nice. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, I forgot his Thundercat. That was his name. Didn't look like him though because he's lost Thundercat. Yeah, what an uh, artist called Thundercat. It's called Thundercat. It's like this alternative singer, okay. rapper sort of dude. Okay, fair enough. Oh, I just thought it was just some random dude that they put in, but yeah, obviously they're you know they're getting into that into that world, I guess. Yeah. So good for good on him for getting into a Star Wars yeah. property, man. Because even if I if I was asked to be in this absolute shit show of a show. I would say, yeah, no problem. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'd even be a Jawa, man, for jokes. Or even just a, just a sand person, man. Just, you know what I mean? I have no problem whatsoever. Um, so, yeah. Um, two left, right? Two left of this. Yeah. Um, and I think there's already been like a teaser kind of, of the, you know, what the last two episodes are. But, um, yeah, this, this show, unfortunately for me, like it doesn't know what it wants to be. So it mm. kind of... it is unfortunately following that kind of template that like you get the first two that really draw you in and then just like a middle section of just like, you know, filler and then like one or two episodes at the end, which is just like, you know, wow, here it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. My biggest um, issue is that it just doesn't feel like the Boba Fett I loved as a kid. They've just, the characters 
being changed. And I, you got to evolve. Characters have to evolve, and you know all of that. But it just feels too far away from that coolness of what he was. Now Mando is that character that I loved as a kid. This other Mandalorian, yeah. I forget his proper name that they gave him, but yeah, he's just the version of you know barely takes his mask off. The only two times were like justified moments. And he's just the cool. And what I don't, and would it? This is a thing that makes zero sense there to me from the entire thing. Okay, now if you were on this thing, on this barge, right, you're fighting a Jedi, and like you know Han Solo and Leia are there as well, and you get kicked down into the the Sarlacc, right? Yeah. Wouldn't your entire thing be like now? I'm gonna hunt that Jedi down. Yeah. Right. Revenge. Wouldn't it be? That would have been my... so much more interesting show. Just so revenge. that's my that's my prediction about what's going to go on. I don't think he's going to get a dark saber. I think Mando is going to go basically go and um, find Grogu. Right. And uh, you know, there's going to be some way that Luke is going to end up coming back to Tatooine for some reason. And they're going to end up meeting at the end. And it's going to be like, Oh shit. That's the guy that chucked me down into the Sarlacc. Pit. And it's going to end. I don't, know if, one, I don't know if we're going to see that much of Luke because the effects aren't easy to pull off. So they kind of try and minimize what we see of him on screen. So people don't really be like, oh, that looks rubbish. But if he does, then Manos is going to be like, I forgive you. I'm a better man because of what you did to me. Oh, that's Bob where he's at. Yeah, because that's where he's <laughs> Bob, at now. Bob's going to be like, oh, yeah. It's yeah, because right. that's yeah, where he's at now. He's all Zen now. So it's going to be, I'm a better man because of what oh you did. My so God. thank oh you. My <laughs> that's what's going to be. Sir. There's no revenge. There's oh no revenge in his heart. <laughs> no re- oh, wow. We want revenge. <laughs> we want so <laughs> yeah. much revenge. That's the whole point in Star Wars, man. It's all about revenge from start to finish. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, Boba Fett, two more episodes, um, and then yeah, and then obviously we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, next thing, let's go back to some DC, man. Another TV show, another episode five as well. Uh, Peacemaker episode five. Oh, oh my goodness me, what a show this has turned out to be! <laughs> what a show this has turned out to be! Oh my god! And the thing is, this man, it's like. It's like, you know, you could look at this and be like, okay, um, the guy who is playing Peacemaker, right, has been a comedy actor his entire career, as opposed to a wrestler and then decided to do some acting. Because it kind of seems like he's, you know, he just like, you know, totally and utterly settled in his, you know, in his position as being Peacemaker. Um, And yeah, it's, uh, I don't know whether they have kind of, found a character that is actually the same personality as him in real life and maybe that's why it's kind of like well, he's able to do it if you know seen I mean. as pretty reserved in real life to be honest he's a very uh uh brown noser has a reputation of being okay. a bit of brown nose when it comes to the boss that's how he was back in the wrestling days and you know he walks around wearing suits whenever you see him outside of this he's just in a, a suit doing interviews in suits when everyone else is all laid back casual so he's very yeah, he's not that far off from where the rock is, to be honest. That okay. sort of facade of knowing how to conduct himself in the public. Area. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like you know, the um, you know, the, the whole thing of that is that um, I think there was like a show or something. There was some, wasn't he on a reality show, reality TV show? 
which I guess you probably would end up knowing more about. Uh, it wasn't him. It was like his oh, girlfriend he's, um, or something. Yeah, he's he's, he's um, previous. Yeah, the Bellas. And he and he ended oh, up on there the like a few times and stuff. Yeah. Um. So it would be you know it would be like that. So um. Yeah. And I guess you'd have to watch that whole thing to kind of figure out what his actual personality was in. Uh, exactly in the same from where well I've seen of him. He he knows because the cameras are there. Okay. Activate. Prim and proper. Nothing that can be scandalized. No outbursts of anger or anything. It's just very professional. Very professional, yeah. So uh, so in this show, uh, we basically end up seeing, at, at the aftermath of, like, um, you know, the previous one, that uh, the guy who is basically running the team is, is a butterfly. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's, there are other butterflies there as well that he's kind of talking to. One of the guys who ends up becoming like the chief of police or something um there as well um and yeah they're kind of there's some kind of conspiracy going on there in that for some reason they want um they end up finding this kind of uh yellow substance there basically which is apparently a feed for the butterflies or something um and they want to stop that food source um for some reason um and uh and then we end up getting you know that's all they eat in it so they have to get up. disrupt the food it's classic warfare man you know you watch the old you know the, the war simulations where they have to cut off the town cut off their food supply this is exactly that yeah but it seems a little bit odd because obviously you're thinking this guy's a butterfly but he wants to cut off the butterflies um his, his food supply. supply i think so, he is part of a rival mm-hmm tribe or species of these butterflies from the other ones that they're being sent out to kill so it must yeah. be some sort of civil war between these creatures i think they're doing a white martian green martian story so ah, like martian yeah. manhunter green green guys and then mm. the other ones are the white martians i think that's the story they're doing yeah. basically so um you know you you have they want to eliminate all the other butterflies there yeah. basically in the thing um and there are some butterflies that might have like tech um who are the ones who can like you know fly the ships and stuff and the other ones there you know might be you know might be a different kind of you know group of group of people or something like that um but yeah it was it's it's going to be interesting if they eliminate trying to eliminate all the good guys and stuff but the people that they seem to be eliminating are are pieces of crap basically like like they're basically like I, I, unless they're kind of just trying to defend their hive or something yeah they, because really they haven't really been in the process of doing anything bad if i forgot if, I'm, if you remember them doing something that I can't remember, but they just seem to just be going about their business. Yeah. And Peacemaker turns up, because that makes sense that they would try and chase him with that sequence was hilarious. But they went oh. into the building, and he just started shooting people, like, what the fuck is he doing? It's like, oh, oh yeah, the X-ray vision. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, because it, they were, to start off with, they were just like, what the hell? <laughs> this guy just proper gone off on one, man. And then, like, literally out of nowhere, bloody Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was, I was cracking up. I was laughing my head off, man. I was like, "This is literally like Gorilla Grodd Easter eggs." Like, dude, dude turns up and just starts beating it. And it was a cool little fight back. scene as well. It was a cool little <laughs> scene as well. And then just killed him. I thought, "Oh, this could lead to something cool." And then just chopped him in half. <laughs> oh man, 
Exactly. It's like the yeah, the, the guy comes in with like his like his <laughs> a chainsaw and like literally gets him from the back. A bloody silverback, man. Like literally, dude. So this, this is so absolutely insane. Like when people just think like <laughs> where the hell would you actually find that, you know, find that kind of idea to do? It's just absolutely hilarious, man. Um so we kind of know obviously that there is there is this conspiracy that is going on and the the one thing that i do like is the kind of um banter that we're getting between like white dragon and the police because it's like it's it's like basically he's like overtly racist man like literally like, doesn't even try and hide it. It doesn't even how can you function in modern like i guess if you're like middle america somewhere where there is oh, like my. a lot of other people but because I don't know where this is based. But did they say where this is actually based? Supposedly? No, no. But, but if a... he if he if he's going around, so they basically they have a sign for like um, what's it called white supremacists, yeah. and it's the it's the American flag, but it's upside down. Yeah. So outside his house, he's got the American flag flying upside Flying. down. That ain't gonna fly. Boy. anywhere in like any city in the whole of I'm he's got to live in some spick area some basically in the middle of nowhere like you know what i mean like not spick i mean that's Sp- uh, yeah that's i thought you meant i know i know sorry guys <laughs> difference um, between sorry. english english and american english little difference yeah <laughs> um so he must be living in some proper like redneck area uh, and honestly i don't I, we got to find out obviously where this whole thing is based because it is you know they're not traveling that far to like different places to get into like the city where they're big buildings so yeah it can't yeah be, so it can't be it can't be that far nowhere. out but yeah um it's got to be somewhere so um the there's kind of like um vigilante right <laughs> it's like the the type of jokes and stuff that he's saying, right, are just so, yeah. so he used bad. to bully me, but it didn't bother me because I don't have emotions like regular people. I'm thinking, what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, he's like saying how cool something would something would have been. And then, and then one of the other team members is like, that wouldn't be cool. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Like that. Like it's his joke. Like these beta. And he's just like, oh my God, so mate. Dumb. It's so cringy, man. It's so, so cringy dumb. joke. I couldn't be around people um, like that because you can't be that level of dumb and be that dangerous. I could just, you just can't be around people that are that dangerous, yeah. but that dumb. It's so scary. So I was kind of, I was researching a bit about the other guy that they had there before and apparently he's quite like hench and tall yeah um and, and, and this guy's like the complete opposite yeah <laughs> he's like so he's like it actually makes it more funny that the only reason why he's so good at what he does is he's a complete psycho yeah nutcase like um you know <laughs> i said on the other podcast man that he has a very uh ned flanders vibe when he's just regularly walking around with his glasses and he's just a skinny regular dude and it just makes his lethalness almost more funny. That like he's just so crazy. Yeah. It, the, the human would have played out so differently with the other guy because he's older, he's bigger, and it, yeah, yeah. this wouldn't have. Yeah. It would have cut, just come off as like um, you know a built dude, a dumb built dude, which is done to death basically. Basically, like what Cena's doing really. Which is what Cena's doing yeah. there anyway. Yeah. Um, so 
even at the end, like at the ending where they had, uh, I can't remember any of the names apart from Peacemaker, Vigilante, and yeah. Judo Master, right? But um, uh, they basically had uh, Amanda Waller's daughter, I can't remember what her name is, basically, but um, she uh, she basically ends up going home and, um, and you know, uh, sees like, well, she's on her way home and she basically ends up like, uh, going back to the office where they're kind of like, you know, doing all this stuff, but she puts on Peacemaker's X-ray vision helmet and sees that their boss has basically got like a parasite in his head pretty much, right? Um, and yeah, and then he ends up attacking her and then the episode episode ends, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if this, you know, if they're going to end up pulling in like different, you know, characters in this or or anything like that, you know what I mean? Um, like, you know, whether whether it's just going to be mentions or, you know, whether there's something that's going on. Because um, there was quite a funny thing that was going on between the, the Twitter pe- Peacemaker Twitter page and Harley Quinn Twitter page. Because basically he's got one thing on his wall, right, which is basically because he's got one press release, right? And it says, Hero Peacemaker catches Kite Man. Right, yeah, it's like literally that's it. Like literally, he's, he's caught. He's not a hero, like in any other sense Out of, of the word. All like, characters, <laughs> Kite Man was the one, the character who just popped up in the Harley Quinn show. Which I still need to get back to. Damn. Yeah, name? yeah, exactly. So that is the thing. Like you know, there've been uh, the Harley Quinn like show was like, yeah, you know, uh, we're gonna let it slide this time. <laughs> you know, saying that Peacemaker's a hero when uh, you know, Kite, you know how how cool Kite Man is. So <laughs> yeah, this show is this show. I look forward to like literally every week, man. So it's kind of I can't wait for the next one. Do you, you feel you know how many episodes there are? I don't want to top of my head, but do you think Leota's girlfriend's gonna turn out to be something? Um, she doesn't really right. serve a purpose in the story, well, she, really. To be however, in- she, yeah, but at the in the first like um, the uh, the intro sequence mm. when they've got the dance number, she is like dancing around like she's one of the main characters, if you know. Yeah, and it doesn't really seem. It feels like everything has to have a purpose. Every character has to lead to something. So her just popping in now and again just to say, I miss you, seems a waste of time unless it's built into something else that maybe she could be a, a butterfly that's just there to kind of good keep butterfly. an eye on her. Yeah, possibly. Maybe yeah. one of the good butterflies. And then she ends up revealing that I'm one of the good butterflies. Yeah. Blah, blah. This war that happened on Mars between the, yeah. <laughs> between the two. And, you know, we hate fire. And they, I'll, 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 I'll laugh my head off if they do I'll that. I hope we get some sort of flashback thing of just this wasteland and just butterflies just flattering <laughs> around as they battle each other. <laughs> just a cloud of them just floating around. It was a bloody yeah, war. Yeah, so you know, like um, uh, you know, you know, like when they did in um, in Ant Man, yeah. and they had like basically like this thing between Ant Man and Yellow Jacket, they were having a huge battle, yeah. and then they zoom out, and it's like you can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Like, like that. Exactly. That. They should do that. <laughs> like literally, like these butterflies with like machine guns, like pointing at each other, firing, <laughs> and then they zoom out, and it's like literally nothing happened. Like Little spots. you know. And, yeah, and all the other creatures, like literally all the other creatures that live on this planet are completely oblivious yeah. to this little <laughs> tiny war that is occurring in this one place. That would be brilliant, man. That would be so jokes. Yeah, we forgot about the whole flashback sequence in um, Book of Boba that showed like all the 
Mandalorian's getting wiped out, man. That shit was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was really good. That was really cinematic, yeah. man. The way you know, I actually I changed the settings on the TV, right? I realized on my TV, you know, what I was saying like the CGI looks too too blatant. Mm. Um, I changed it from sports to movie, and now it looks like a million times better. It's not oh, as obvious go. CGI, right? Um, because I think the sports setting is to so you can see the ball more clearly or something like that, basically. Mm. So, um, so yeah, so um, that is a really cinematic scene. You've got these Thai bombers going over yeah, it and stuff like that. Droids that it, were just there, just killing everyone else that was left. Terminator star, man. Yeah. Terminator star. Because every time we've been introduced to those droids, they've just been like pathetic, like Goofy. you know, like Raja yeah, Raja, yeah. like that. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. those kind of and these ones are like proper crazy killer ones man that you know i want to have a i want to have a flashback at some point to to you know the mandalore who was a jedi and a mandalorian at the same time he made the dark saber yeah. man. The, you know the cut the you know him just laying waste to stuff you know what i mean because if saw- you make the dark saber you gotta be on the line of half good half evil yeah you know what i mean have to be yeah definitely because that's the reason why they gave um, Mace Windu the purple lightsaber because he's skirting on that line of you know the red and the blue basically mixed together. So that that was well, the reason why. That's apparently. the redacted reason, really. <laughs> the Everything redacted. he just said, "Can I have a purple lightsaber?" He just asked, <laughs> "Can I have a purple lightsaber. one?" And they were like, "You're all right." <laughs> they had to come up with a reason. Probably for because you couldn't show like a black black lightsaber or a white lightsaber. Yeah, yeah but in in um, in what's it called in the in uh Knights of the Old Republic, I've I've got dual white lightsabers, basically. Ooh. So that in the in that one, I would uh, you know I I would love to see somebody with like you know single or dual white lightsabers. Yeah. So um so yeah thumbs up for Peacemaker. Um should we stick with DC there for the moment. Um and Superman and Lois uh what episode is this? Episode four, this is. Right? AKA the bait and switch. The bait and switch. Yeah. The bait and switch, right? Which is <laughs> and this is the funny thing. This is the thing that makes me laugh, yeah. Is that basically there were so many of these like so-called in-the-know YouTubers, right? Who were like, we've been told by the producers that this is doomsday and blah de blah, right? And it's like, okay, now either you were outright lying. And you don't know anybody, and are. you just you, yeah, exactly, which is what they are. Or the producers trolled you hard. Either way, it's utter humiliation. So when when they were putting out their videos, there, the usual suspects were putting out their videos this week. They are like Bizarro slash do du- <laughs> It's like no, 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 because this this is blatantly uh, bizarre. So guys, if you haven't. Uh, seeing this obviously yes sorry about the spoilers but um but basically like in the previous episode we were revealed um we ended up getting the reveal of this character there um who was like trying to burst out from the uh you know from the um from, from the underneath uh, basically from the, the way earth. that doomsday was introduced in the death of superman we, that's why everyone thought it was doomsday and he's in the suit and everything but yeah they decided to go a different route but actually looking back at it it kind of makes more sense now because she the the lady who was the the foreman who's the like the representative of the company was talking to somebody on the phone who's got to be lex 
saying like, oh, it seems like he's passed the first test and, you know, he's yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. So that makes it think, you know, like, okay, that seems like, well, then Lex has created Bizarro. And basically, like, the question is, why the hell is he underneath the ground, like, so deep and having to kind of burst out? You know what I mean? Because uh, Lex actually obviously created him in this, you know... Um, it's going to be, thing. like, to incubate it, that to send it to the Earth's core because the only heat source hot enough or something like that. Oh, because it would either be the sun or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or the, yeah, or that, I guess. So, yeah, it had to get some radiation, I guess, somewhere. Um, but it's interesting because all the all this uh, it, uh, it says a few things, right? And people have basically like slowed this down and stuff like that, and it's saying everything backwards, <laughs> right? So so at the at the end when it gets to um, when you know Bizarro actually gets to the Fortress of Solitude, yeah. uh, it goes Imo like that, and people are like that's I'm home, home backwards, yeah, yeah, I'm home, right? So you know. Um, and it's like, you know, are they actually going to do like me and Bizarro <laughs> like that? Because <laughs> I, I will honestly piss myself. It'll be so horrendous for the show. Because yeah, it'll be like, no, oh my god, what they just give him subtitles, man. Just do it that way. Yeah, only Superman well, is quick enough to figure out what he's saying. Exactly. So for some reason, he's obviously um, inexplicably linked to this, um, you know, to to this Bizarro. Um, who do you do you reckon uh, i reckon uh, well i reckon by the end of this they're gonna bring lex in but who do you reckon they could potentially bring in as in as lex who would do who would do a good Axel. job oh i don't think it would be anyone we're that that familiar with i think it works better when we're not that familiar with them man because when it's someone you know it kind of it's like when they brought in that guy from two and a half men to be lex in the other CW side of things, and it was like, oh, I just uh, all I see, girl, yeah. yeah, all I see is two and a half main dude. I can't really, yeah, it just gets in the way. So just bring someone I don't know. Well, that's the thing that I actually um, don't know anything about uh, because I don't watch Supergirl. But basically, um, I think that Supergirl and Superman exist in the same universe. I they think supposed to, yeah, because he was in the first. Uh, for a couple of episodes in uh, in the beginning, which which means that that Lex no. is no. Lex, and I really hope it Redact- gets redacted, <laughs> redacted, and make it somebody else. <laughs> this could be a Superman and Lois like somewhere else. You know what I mean? Um, that it, it would it would be so much better. Um, there, this some of the bits are becoming a bit Dawson's Creaky though, aren't they? It's all, like... the, it's all the teenage stuff. Yeah. That they feel like they have to wedge in and it just gets a bit, oh. it's like, I'm yeah. in love with her. I will marry her. You're 15. Just shut up. Yeah. How are you going to do up, that, Dawson. <laughs> Dawson, be quiet. <laughs> I will love Dawson, her forever. Man. Oh my <laughs> God. It's like, be quiet seriously God. you know what i mean oh what a teller you, you, yeah you want to give your secret identity some random exactly. actor, you know so oh break up with in six months god what is the matter with you man so uh so uh, there's basically some kind of crystal formula or something that is going around the schools and stuff like that which gives gives the the teenagers some like roided out kind of powers or whatever yeah, right? don't it come from that kryptonite crystals that there was in the mines yeah so yeah. 
So do you think that's going to unlock the other guy's powers? I think... <laughs> I don't think he's going to permanently have powers, but it will give him... You know, he'll, he'll get addicted to it, feeling like I'm no longer left out. <laughs> I'm like, I can be like you guys now. And I bet you there's going to be a fight between the brothers oh at some point. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going deep now. We're going into yeah, an addiction yeah. story. Yeah, right? he will. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. He's going to get addicted to the strength. And at some point, the oh other brother's going to catch him. And they're going to have a super fight. But it's like, I can hang with you now. I'm not a weakling anymore. Yeah. Oh, that would be so... And he's like a junkie, like, snorting yes. up this crystal. Yes. <laughs> While and he's fighting. Like, you got to get off it. you got to get off it. <laughs> you know, like, oh, my God. That's going to be hilarity, man. That is going to be so hilarious. Literally going to be addicted to this crystal stuff. It's man. hilarious that it's his girlfriend that's dealing it as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, I'm dealing it because I need to make money or whatever. It's like, how did you realise this random crystal stuff in the, in the mind actually gave people roided out power? Hours, and if you if you did, you could literally sell that for like billions of, of dollars. It's, you wouldn't be able to sell it for like small. It would high school, yeah, billions. Gonna cover of you, Forbes, man. You'd be <laughs> yeah. You could sell that to every NFL athlete, right? And yeah, it'll be probably be undetectable because it's some you know extraterrestrial bloody and, thing. And you know, heal I mean? diseases because what? Is a steroid something you have to take when you're recovering from you know? Yeah, all sorts yeah. Of crap. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Muscle wasting diseases, everything. Oh, but nah, I'm gonna deal to some high school kids here to get some pocket money, mate. You're not thinking big enough, man. You need to think uh, way, 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 way bigger. So, um, apart from all of the little kind of dramas and stuff like that, still keeping the consistency. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the Iron Man? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was funny. I'll give it to them, man. They pulled it off enough. They, it looks okay until he's like, okay, go for it. Why not? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't bad considering where yeah. it's actually coming from. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's just like the the whole thing of like, okay, uh, th- there is this kind of you know, there's this character who you know is is an evil alien who potentially is going to go and kill like loads of people, and obviously like you know. Um, uh, you know steel goes out to kind of help and stuff like that and his sister is still like oh no you told daughter. me like you know that yeah uh, yeah the daughter was like you know you told me you're not gonna go and blah. it's like mate you you noticed your whole world being destroyed by these yeah. crazy ass kryptonians he's got to go and sort this one out come on now you want the same thing to happen to this world man What's even though she's with? dealt with living in the same house as superman the guy who looks identical to the one, the dude who killed his mom, pretty quickly. But then I yeah. guess they would have just been repeating what the dad went through the first season. So I guess, I guess not too bad. I guess, but yeah, just a pretty quick. Should, should just be having serious PTSD, man. You know, in it, whenever mean? she sees him. Yeah, it's, uh, they've just put her in. It's like, oh, I'm like the cool girl who's like, I'm great at computer games and I'm great at fixing oh. cars and i'm mechanical genius and blah blah you know what i mean yeah, it's I, like i don't see a purpose yet unless one of the brothers is gonna fall in love with her at some point down the road yeah it doesn't seem to be a point of her being there yeah yeah it, de- it depends you know we'll, we'll see obviously what is going on uh and then we got a political intrigue story which um just like filler basically like yeah. a new mayor coming in you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean so it's like yeah you know whatever um so yeah uh 
decent enough, decent enough. Uh, so, so far, kind of like Peacemaker, Superman, Lois, Boba Fett, basically, um, at, at the moment. Um, there does, however, seem to be another series that is going to be coming uh, soon. Uh, well, not soon. I don't know. No, it's DC. It could be 10 years. Um, but uh, the Dude. Constantine series has been uh, Oh, brilliant. yes, yes. I thought you were going to talk about the other James Gunn spin-off show from suicide oh yeah 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 we'll talk we'll we'll talk about that there in a minute as well um constantine on hbo max which i guess means it's it might be a little bit better enough production and stuff in it that's that's budget who are they going to get to do it though they had a good constantine before they went and stuck him in legends man He, he was a good facsimile of you know how he is in the comics so starting again you're gonna find someone as good because he had the whole thing. He had the swagger, he had yeah. the accent down, had the look down. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean that's the thing. I say, I mean, I'm still holding hope that they'll actually, you know, try and link that swamp thing <laughs> with this. You know what I mean? Because I'm just the, the thing is with Constantine, there are so many spheres of things that you know yeah. um, that that could could be going through because it's kind of like he's like such an unassuming looking dude right but it's like you know um he's basically read like literally every magic book from the dawn of time basically right so and he's always got a plan of like you know stuff to do and things like that um you know it's that that is the thing that kind of interests me so much about it from the moment I first discovered Constantine, even though I'm not a DC guy, I've always liked that character because unlike Doctor Strange, it really kind of becomes, you know, what he should be, the, the right prim and proper, even though he's still a bit of a dick. Constantine's still a fuck-up. That's all the way. Like, even though he has all these powers and this knowledge of all of this occult stuff, he's just an alcoholic idiot that still screws up all the time. And that's way more interesting as a character. Yeah. Yeah. And he always and he's always getting into like trouble, basically. Yeah. And it's like because he's the, the thing is, is like um, it, it's like some of the things that he does, you look at and you're like, Jesus, dude, this is so messed up. But he's basically yeah. like his whole thing is like the big picture. So like in the in the yeah. rebirth in the rebirth ones, right? Basically, he gets back with um, he gets back with his old flame, who was this. Um, this policewoman from London, right, who then became uh, like the chief detective, uh, basically, in, in, in Scotland Yard. So he kind of gets back with her. And basically, because he kind of got back with her, um, that now allowed a passageway from hell to open up through her own body, right? Okay. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, and what he did was, right, he basically he got back with her and then he's like, and then he's like, oh, you know what? I can't like subject her with, you know, being, becoming like, you know, part of my world or whatever. So he leaves, right? But basically he leaves and because he leaves, his protection is now gone from her and now she just becomes a vessel for hell right so literally like there's like two two, you know two or three graphic novels of like you know uh eight nine comic books of literally where she just is like the the these demons from hell are just basically coming out through her um and i love this stuff see why why has it taken them so long to get into this side of the the, the dc verse man it's just way more interesting than the other crap Exactly. And the whole the whole mission is basically like him 
trying to trying to stop her becoming the vessel for like you know for hell and stuff like that and what ends up happening is he basically ends up putting her in a situation where it's like she is now completely trapped in like um being like in um in this like massive church complex right and she could only stay there now for the rest of rest of her life right so he is her choice was that she he she obviously got with constantine he got back with her he abandoned her she became a vessel of hell he went back to go and find her there again but he's like the only way i can save you is if you basically live in this church now for the rest of your rest of your life and i never see you again right so he's like condemned her to basically be in this kind of house arrest forever and ever everybody's lies he comes in contact with i'd love love there to be like constantine audiobooks man New game and stuff. It would be it would be cool. It would be proper. Like cool, Sam man. Alex. It just, yeah, it suits yeah. so well. Yeah. And 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 the thing is, the random thing is he gets with Huntress at the end, like for, t- for yeah, no unknown reason. Because Huntress is like we're both from the same world and like <laughs> he ends up getting with Huntress at the end. Yeah. It's like this dude, man, this is so flipping hilarious. Hold on with you know, yeah, HBO Max, but like it worked the budget that peacemaker has works for it because it's not really trying to be overly ambitious in effects stuff it's more just you know shootouts and hand-to-hand fights but can't really look like that for constantine has to have a bit more bit more in the coffers there man to yeah for all the crazy stuff it's a bit slicker yeah 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 because it's going to be a lot of cgi and stuff Mm. involved there man the thing i always like about constantine is they're always bringing out these like random ass demons from like different religions that you've never heard of there like you know um so it'll it'll be interesting if they kind of decide to do things like that and you know um yeah he's he's got so many people who come and work with him but hate his guts, right? Because it's a piece of crap. But no, the only reason, you know, he's the only person who could solve this problem, man. So yeah, it would be, it'll be cool to see stuff like that. It's like, you know, everybody hating him, uh, which would, which would be amazing, man. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Still waiting on that Sandman mission, man. There's like no release date, no nothing. I don't know what is going on with that. Um, but, you know, mm. just you know just still waiting on the on the sandman so i've heard um, anything of that you would have thought we did some casting stuff Wait, is, are they even shooting it yet like what's the deal though apparently they're shooting it and um you know i mean they've got they've obviously got the cast there um and some of the cast there really does seem to like fit like you know charles dance is like you know that that mm. piece of crap like um uh what's it called <laughs> satanist guy um and uh and they've cast lucifer as um gwendolyn christie and oh uh, oh you know, what uh, oh d- dude and... for some reason i don't know why when you said sam and in my brain it just re-edited what you said and interpreted it as clayface i'm thinking oh, clayface. Okay. i don't know why i don't know why <laughs> I guess well actually Sandman, Sandman and Clayface Spider-Man, Sandman, kind of like yeah. Clayface, some of the others went in this weird circle and just kind of got confused oh yeah Sandman, yeah. that's coming out soon isn't it wasn't it like March or something? Apparently well it's meant to come out last year but obviously they you know they didn't yeah. but yeah it's just we'll just see I'm still waiting yeah, for like yeah. second second trailer man for that you know for that mission so so yeah. yeah we'll 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 see how that goes so as you mentioned there before James Gunn is saying that there's going to be um 
uh, he's pitched basically some character or characters from the Suicide Squad universe, uh, which they're deciding to move ahead there again uh, in, in, in another series. So would you be interested in that? And who do you reckon they could do? I'm going through the list. Idris Elba ain't going to do it. He's just he's too big to do it. To, for, just, I don't know, maybe, but because he does have that loose Lufa BBC show, so he's not averse to doing TV stuff, but I can't see him doing it. And everybody else, uh, I don't know, unless Rick Flag Dick, no, he did, no. He's dead, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I, I just think, no, it can't be the right girl kid, chick. But then maybe James Gunn kind of likes, obviously seems to like that character because he kept her alive. Yeah. Wasn't she supposed to die originally? But he decided no. So maybe this is why I, he kept her alive so he could do her own little mm, show. Yeah. I wish it would be Katana because I would watch the I hell out of that. I loved that. And I was so that mad that she was such a wasted character. Even just the visual style of that they did it. And I was like, yo, so cool. Did not Just the fact it. of like, basically like, Every time she kills somebody, the soul goes soul, into the yeah. into the blade, and it it would it would be so interesting, man. And like you know, the whole backstory and... and all this kind of stuff there would be amazing. But knowing off the wall, kind of how James Gunn is, I've got a feeling it's going to be like Rat Catcher and the Weasel. Or something like that. I think yes. that Weasel is going to come back. Yes, perfect match. <laughs> yes, like yeah, that will be. That you've nailed it. That has to be it. Ratcatcher <laughs> and Weasel on HBO Max this summer. Ratcatcher and Weasel. Yeah, because I reckon that Weasel's coming back, man. Yeah, he's, he's like the old rat. Right? He's just massive. <laughs> just a massive fucking rat. I think that's exactly. perfect. Exactly. Yeah, she's gonna be like, he's not a rat. I can't command this guy. You know what I mean? But <laughs> they're gonna be like, no, be quiet. Yeah, exactly. This, this, you know, yeah, it's like didn't, didn't he kill like twenty three children? Like, yeah. He murdered twenty three children. Like, what are they gonna do with that? <laughs> with that flipping weasel, man? Seriously, like, pe- you know, people oh, are like, oh, he, yeah. One of them were like, oh, he's, he's so, you know, he actually kind of looks kind of cute or something. And it's like he killed twenty three, twenty three <laughs> children, mate. Seriously, man, the way they just say it, just like oh. off the off the cuff, man. Like, you know, this guy's a full on yeah. mission, man. That's the thing. Like, Katana wasn't one of James Guns. You know, resurrections. He kind of left her off, sadly. But yes, it's got it's got to be her. It has to be her. And then hopefully, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, that's it. Catcher, I, I, if it was just Rat Catcher, I was like, nah, I don't. I'm not. I don't see it. But you had Weasel in there. I'm in. Boom. <laughs> better than even better weasel. than Peacemaker. Rat Catcher and Weasel. Yeah. Or uh, I don't know if it's gonna be. Yeah, are they going to put King Shark in it as well? Rat Whoa. Catcher and King that's Shark. A, that's a big work, I'd, man. That's too much effects. Yeah, for one show. Yeah, I'd rather and and his brother pays the weasel anyway, doesn't he? So yeah. it's kind of like giving your brother work, right? Um, so you know, so you know, what I mean, it'd probably be better that they're doing that. So, um, so guys, I apologise about the lack of Marvel stuff, but we are getting some Marvel stuff there at at the well, end. So don't worry about well, that. Well, we can feed. Um, there, there's another Marvel thing we could connect to that with James Gunn being uh, the topic. We hear that the whole cast of uh, suit of uh, Guardian Galaxy Volume Three, they're all done. Done yeah. all of them. So, should Guardians of the Galaxy continue with a whole new cast, or should they negotiate to bring one or two of them back? 
Is it is it a whole new cast? Is it like a completely oh, new? Just cast? read that the whole cast is done. No, this new the volume three is all the everyone's back, but once oh, it's okay, done, okay. Their, their contracts all done. They're finished. Okay. And he's done. Um, so more, a lot of them aren't like. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, what's his name? Um, doesn't seem to be Hollywood's favorite guy right now. What's I can't remember what his name is. Chris Pratt. Uh, it's like they want to get rid of him as like quickly as possible. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Uh, with a new cast. I don't think it would be the same, man. I think it'll be like, you know, once you've kind of got like that, those characters, they're going to want to replace them with something that is different but similar. And it's yeah. someone has it's to be the through line. Gonna... Some character, maybe Rocket or Rocket and Grook, maybe could be a through line if they can bring them back. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, but I, I would rather they continue just with the Rocket and Groot, just going off and you know doing their own thing yeah. rather than rather than the other bits there because um you know there it's going to be interesting because there's a new gamora right because gamora died and there's another gamora who has yeah. not met peter quill um nebula is still around but it's a different nebula um and there's the original nebula there's two nebulas. I can't remember. Yeah. There's two nebulas and and an and a different Gamora. Um yeah, it just a bit strange. I don't I don't know how they're gonna work that around. But I yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it to continue, man. I would rather say like um start bringing in the other stuff. Because I've got a feeling, man, they're gonna be like at this stage, like obviously Marvel's on a on a massive high, man, but unstoppable. You know, the, the, the thing is like I think, I think Spider Man is um, is not a way that you can gauge everything else, because I think like comparing Spider Man to the Marvels, for example, uh, if you think that that is comparable, I think you're asking for trouble, because if you think, okay, well, Spider Man one made one point six billion, so if we release this when the pandemic's over we're going to make a billion easy for, for the Marvels or, or for, I think Wakanda forever probably will. But I think when you're, and maybe Dr. Strange there as well, I think probably will there as well, just because they're going to bring in a lot of characters. But the thing that concerns me about Dr. Strange is um, the, the fans, the kind of stuff that fans are saying is beyond ridiculous, right? Usually I think, Marvel fans kind of generally get it all right in like saying, okay, we'd like to see this. We'd like to see that. But a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing is so ridiculous. Like saying like, Oh, there's going to be this person in it. Yoan Grifford is going to turn up as a multiverse, like, uh, you know, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, we've oh. got, um, you know, we've got uh, Tom Cruise turning up as like superior oh, yeah, Iron Man. That. We've got, oh, you know, <laughs> and, and this is, these are all leaks and people are, like drawing beards on like a picture of Tom Cruise uh, and the Mission Impossible set. That's stuff. funny. Keeps it in the discussion until the film comes out. It's promotion, basically. Uh, yeah, but I kind of think like now, like if they ever even think of doing something like that, it's gonna they they're gonna be in trouble because it's like people are just gonna be like, yeah, this is this is they, stupid now. You know what I mean? Can't keep doing like, it. I think Strange is the last time they can really do that because it makes sense for the whole multiverse thing. But yeah, beyond that, I guess people forget that X Men really kind of got there first, didn't it? But the days of Future Past and all of that. But yeah, very forgotten. I didn't even know that was a cool film. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, even like when they did it in the Flash TV series, right? It was like it was cringe. Like actually, when they did it, apart from the bit where he meets kind of Ezra Miller, which is kind of all right. Like there was other stuff when he when they went to one bit, and it was like nice guy who played Robin in the sixties, <laughs> right? All right, oh, yeah. and he's like he's an old guy who's like put on a lot of weight and stuff, but he's wearing a red top and green trousers and a yellow belt to make him look <laughs> like the Robin from back in the day. It's like. Dude, what's his name? Bert Bert Ward, right? Bert Ward. Wow. Uh, you know, I, you know, Bert Ward. I love you, man. But seriously, you should have just it, said that nah, was a crossover event, weren't it? Yeah, and they went into all these different worlds and like saw that, that, like the Lucifer stuff was kind of yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah, you that know, was cool. Going and stuff. That, but, that chick but, who was like from the some other defunct bat verse that was on TV back in the nineties. Yeah, Birds of Prey. Birds like, of Prey. You know, yeah. Birds of Prey back in the day and stuff. And they were just, and it was just like, wow, this is like, and the Smallville was kind of okay. It's, but it's kind of makes it look like, wow, you're doing this too much now. It's kind of just, you, you know, you're disappearing up your own backside pretty much. So I'm just hoping they do it with a bit more style and stuff. Like, you know, I, I hope they don't do it too much. Because if you do it too much, it, it's kind of like okay, well, you know, I, I don't, know, I don't know if you uh, ever remember this Star Trek episode where basically they they had like um, all these different enterprises like turned up in this one place because they'd exploded the multiverse, right? And um, they had to kind of send them all back. So there was like one where like. Um, where Riker was like on this enterprise and, and another one, another one. And, and they were all in different universes. Some of them were like being killed by Klingons and stuff like that. And literally most of the episode was them talking to like different Rikers and stuff who were piloting these different ships back in the day. And it was, it started to become cringe because they were just like, just going you know, on and on about the same kind of thing and showing like, you know, it was, yeah, it just, it didn't work out kind of kind of right and i'm just hoping they have a bit more sense than uh than doing it in that way um well, get it right i think that's why the reissues are i think they learned some stuff probably from spider-man and figured mm, yeah we probably change this this and this and let's go back yeah just don't bring too many characters into it and uh, you know that's the that's the best way of doing it um so we've had a lot of information about the batman which is like literally like just over a month away now um, no, no more. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I, there's like TV spots, like showing like literally everything. I've stayed away from all of it because I'm trying to avoid like you know all that kind of stuff. But however, um, some people who have seen it um, have been putting like you know uh, kind of like messages up on on Reddit and things like that, saying um, you all of the trailers and all the TV spots and everything do not tell you the story of this film. The story of this film is very different to what you see in the trailers. Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be quite interesting to see that kind of thing. But the thing that kind of um, the interesting thing that, that, you know, was brought up was Matt Reeves talking about um, Ben Affleck's defunct Batman yeah. script. Right. So, so he was like, you know, obviously they were asking about, you know, did you want to carry on from, you know, from that Batman and, and that kind of stuff. But, you know, they, um, you know, Matt Reeves is like, well, you know, I don't, I didn't really want to do it. 
because it was in the DCU and I kind of wanted to do my own thing. But also um, it was very much more like a James Bondian kind of uh, story mm. uh, with a lot of action. And obviously he wanted to do his own thing. So his sounds like it's going to be more of an atmospheric, psychological, you know, detective story yeah. as opposed to the Batflex script, which is more action and um let's go to multiple locations and and you know um... i think, think athletes was probably more fan servicey in that you know there was the arkham stuff so he would have gone a bunch of those villains and would have been something i think would be more obviously what people would want and expect and action you don't love action athletes does a lot of good films man back when he was yeah. just doing when he rebuilt his career as a good writer director before it all crumbled again <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> poor, guy. poor guy. Um, <laughs> I'd love to read that script, even though I think Matt Reeves one's going to be awesome. Looks great, but I would love to read the athlete script. Hopefully, it will leak out at some point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It seemed, I mean, because the thing is, he even did like the costume um, thing for Deathstroke, mm. and then you know, and then put it on his on his social media and stuff. Like literally, like this is the you know the costume yeah. reveal, and you know, uh, so he was obviously gonna have Deathstroke in it, and you know, it was a story of ba- apparently of basically you know him going into Arkham Asylum, um, whilst Deathstroke is also in there at the same time. So, yeah, I think that would have been crazy. A lot of a lot of action, a lot of you know, um, and less detective kind of work there, basically, um, which maybe people would have liked more because I'm, you know, I'm hearing a lot of this kind of thing that, you know, uh, people want it to be like the Batman in the comic books, which is yeah, a lot action. of action, a lot of yeah, fighting, a lot of... Detective you know, work um, practically is just going to be him looking at stuff, sniffing stuff, analysing stuff, looking stuff up on his computer. Like, it sounds great when it's when you explain it, but then really... On, on camera it doesn't always work that way that well to be yeah. exciting i mean I even think... in like even in like seven right where oh, they're going that. and investigating stuff oh sorry uh, it worked in that all it worked it, yeah, it builds but, tension in it it builds tension but basically even in that when they're doing the detective stuff they're kind of going from one crime scene to another and trying mm. to link them together um and actually those kind of crimes have already kind of been done but they're kind of searching for clues to find how does this thing link to this and how does this link to that mm. did you see the um that english actor who put on um uh on his instagram uh he goes he goes last year i was doing i was doing a project which i've signed an nda so i can't tell you uh anything about here's a flashback basically right and it's got him right with his back basically and he's in a suit and he's basically got open um a uh a comic book with um with uh thomas wayne basically like in there like you know so there's going to be some flashbacks to thomas wayne definitely because this is he's not an old guy he's like and I say he's not an old guy, it's because he's like, he's like my age, basically, yeah. right? Wow. So, um, so you know, I, I know maybe yeah, you guys yeah. think I'm old, but um, but yeah. So he, so they're obviously going to have some flashback to well, around a forty-year-old Thomas Wayne. Uh, that would have been the age he would have been when um died, didn't it? So they did. Yeah. There is that stuff in the trailers that insinuates that you know, parents weren't, yeah, particularly on the straight and narrow. So I think they might even change that whole thing so basically as opposed to it being a random dude who kills the parents Mm. it's like 
payback for something. Do you think right? Penguin? Because maybe, do you think that could be the Penguin connection in this story? Penguin or there's a thing like on a tra- on a trailer. I didn't actually see it, but I made the mistake of just like reading the news bit about it, um, where it's like basically says like Carmine Falcone is berating Bruce Wayne mm. for something. So I'm just I'm just wondering whether he got in with some crime families, like you know, I, I wonder. Uh, the biggest thing is obviously because I haven't seen any of these. I wonder whether they're going to call him Falcone or Falcone, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's the, that's the you know. Um, so I'm just yeah. Obviously, whether whether Thomas Wayne was in with those kind of things and it wasn't yeah. a random a random killing. It was a was legit, he like, intentionally you know? bad. Or was it just the necessary evil in order to get things done? Because that's kind of how it was at some at certain point, especially in the 70s, like in places like New York and that. In order to get anything done, like real estate, you kind of had to get in bed with the mob in order to, you know. Yeah. yeah so maybe yeah, yeah. it was uh, what means to an end. And maybe he just pulled out, pulled away at, at a certain point. He just had enough and maybe that's why they killed him. But it's making up for all stories here, guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's literally only a month or so away. But there is a thing in the trailer where uh, Bruce says in the in the trailer that we did see, um, where uh, Bruce says to um, to Alfred, "You lied to me, Alfred." Right? And you know, there's what did he lie about? You know, what I mean, it's, it's like so many things that you know that uh, that that could be answered there in that man. So yeah, is, is Alfred going to get his hands dirty because? It, you can see that he's a rough and tumble version of Alfred. He's got the scar on his face. So he's the guy that was, you know, you know, Raw Marine or whatever, whatever version it is they're going for. Yeah, SAS or something like that. Yeah. And if they, it, I think there's a paratrooper in one of them there as well, which is still quite, you know, still relatively kind of, uh, you know, badass kind of character and stuff. But yeah, I, I, the, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he got in that line of work and, you know, whether he wasn't just a butler or his bodyguard or something like that, man. So yeah, yeah. how do you go it, from a paratrooper to a butler? Like if I get rich, I want to fought a butler that used to be a paratrooper. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the he, he ain't just the he ain't just the butler, man. There's something <laughs> else that is going on there, you know what I mean? So yeah, so um let's go into something that has been both in the Marvel universe and the DC universe, right? Because one of the funniest things in the DC universe has been, <laughs> has been uh, He-Man versus Batman, oh, which is God. one of the classic, <laughs> another classic like that, like the Green Lantern, Green Lantern uh, Star Trek series. Um, the, that kind Mark... of makes sense to a degree, but Batman <laughs> and He-Man, what? <laughs> No. Yeah, so so uh, <laughs> so the, they experimented on so much crazy stuff back in the day, man. I mean, some of the stuff you think about it, if if they did do crossovers, would be absolutely mental. Like you know, Batman versus Predator and stuff like. No. Imagine Predators going around Gotham, and, like Batman's when... trying to hunt down the Predator. You know, what I mean? do you remember when crossovers were a big deal when you were a kid? When it was so rare, when you saw like. Robocop versus Terminator on the cover of a thing, it was like, Oh my god, that's amazing! I want to see this. Yeah, now it's like, Yeah, it's happened so often that exactly, exactly. It mainly depends how successful, um, you know, DC 
or you know whatever Warner Brothers is on on Discovery, right? Because mm. because you know they could could end up getting sold again. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. else who then decide let's go and do a whole load of crossovers. Um, as long as it doesn't get sold to Paramount and they end up you know bringing Fast and Furious into the God. DC. DC Universe. Bruce Wayne goes up to Dom and says, "Can you make me a car?" <laughs> right? You and uh, yeah, exactly. you know, Vin, he's, he's he's buying for it. You know, he wants that. <laughs> he wants it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. I'll I'll leave that to you guys with the with your movie news when you're talking <laughs> on your podcast about that bit. Um. So yeah, apparently there is a Masters of the Universe movie on Netflix in um uh in the works right um yeah, and it's not called it's not called he-man in the master of the universe right that's that's one of the things but um <sighs> but master of the universe um i'm not excited because d- of you know the way the cartoon turned out which i didn't love <laughs> you know uh there was a great script i haven't finished reading it i kind of started it that been floating around hollywood for a while and it was really oh, it was wicked because it was dark it was gritty yeah it just took a real world our real world it was still fantasy heavy fantasy but just in the believability of everything i'll send it to you man if you don't already have it yeah, yeah send it to me i'd like to i'd like to yeah, read it so you know the, the the netflix um the netflix page on the announcement of this masters of the universe is golden right one of the one of the one of the comments that i saw that was hilarious is like good luck trying to beat this gem of 80s cinema and it's got a picture of Skeletor with his gold arm. Oh, oh god, yeah. Stuff, right? It's like, oh, there's, no, there's no way you god. can defeat that uh, that amazing uh, uh, amazing film, man. So, yeah. So, yeah, if they're not doing that script that everyone loved and nearly got produced, but because of just the way Hollywood is and everything takes so long to get green, that as soon as a new director gets brought in, they decide to scrap everything that was being worked on before and start again and a whole new script. So, so Netflix-wise, in terms of movies, not not series, in terms, in terms of movie-wise, is there anything that you can look at and say, right, okay, this is something that would fit like in terms of budget and the way they're going to style this and stuff it, <sighs> as Masters of the Universe? Because... Or like original original programming i i can't think on of netflix anything, i right? can't think of any high fantasy you know witcher, even bright maybe. which is yeah well, have you seen witcher right yeah so, yeah yeah well i haven't seen witcher but you seen yeah, witcher, okay right? yeah which yeah okay 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 now you say that oh okay but they need those sort of people to be to take charge of this you know keep kevin smith away then maybe it has a chance yeah. yeah, Witcher is like a grown-up fantasy for grown-ups. And I like it. I enjoy that show. I enjoy that show. Well, there's three there's three Masters of the Universe, right? Right, kind of right now. So they've they've got like obviously this the movie that's one. coming out. They've got the kiddie one, which despite the crappy animation, um, is from Guillermo del Toro's um studio, um, is actually quite a decent uh show right um it's just it's just got a weird storyline of basically like the, these random kids getting powers from like Terminator and stuff. yeah it's super techy um, and everything yeah yeah so but actually is made by the same studio that made troll hunters and all that kind of stuff which flipping kids love man so um so yeah that's got second series and obviously they're 
they had the Master of the Universe that's made by Kevin Smith, and that has got gone two series and stuff. Um, so I wonder if they're going to be like, okay, let's make this a more um, a more kind of adult version, or they're going to say, let's try and make this so it's uh, hope so. everybody. I hope the fact that it's on Netflix and they don't have to think about the cinema release and you know appealing to families. They don't have to feel like they have to compromise it. You know, because it's a straight to streaming, it could be they could take that risk of just letting it be darker and appealing mm. to the older fans. Well, well, let's see, let's <laughs> let's see what they come out with, man. So, um, so guys, we're gonna. Uh, I know, like I said, I know this has been heavy DC, man, but yeah, we're gonna close out the show there with some Marvel stuff. So you have got some Marvel there, um, and this is actually Marvel Comics, right? So Marvel Comics. Um, are now releasing a story called Judgment Day um, in which they kind of change around the origin of the X-Men, right? Well, uh, let's explain it as in Judgment Day as a whole is going to be, it's going to pit Avengers versus mm-hmm. X-Men yeah, versus yes, Eternals. Yes, and within that, you know, triangle rivalry, it's going to be explained that mutants are deviants and that's going to explain why eternals want to eliminate them they're just a different form of deviants so not just does dog dog things with all the tentacles like in the movie mm-hmm. like there are these other variations which are going to be mutants and what i was going to ask you is do you think that this is a soft a light step of what's going to happen in the films mm-hmm. introducing it here mm-hmm. yeah or i think so not. I think that, well, I think they're going to put it and then see how people react to it and be like, you know, do you, are you okay with this kind of, you know, kind of way that we're bringing this yeah. kind of thing in? And Eternals and are going to see... want to wipe mutants out because they think they're, because that's how their program is and they think, oh, they're deviants or this is killing them all. So it'll be interesting to see how the deviants are obviously coming in because it would be like, okay, the, the deviants are, um, you know, are there I, I guess they're trying to blend in with humanity or something now. Um, and then because of that, they, they, I don't know, they, well, I, I was they having, s- it's just gotten into the gene pool of human beings and it's just manifesting itself the way that mutant gene does, but it's a deviant gene now. And whenever it manifests, yeah. then yeah. So Eternals, the Eternals are not really meant to interfere too much with humans i guess i mean it's so all, it's really. so ha- it's so yeah done consistent. so haphazardly but basically they're not really allowed to interfere whereas the deviants kind of like you know kind of did their own kind of thing so i guess they probably would have married humans and you know uh, this different version. kind of stuff um this version because they would have been then more human like i yeah. guess rather than the, the creatures that they started off as um kind of thing but then they're like they're artificially created beings, right? By the by the celestials as well. Yeah. But they they are able to to change their own kind of chemistry themselves, right? So uh well their own their own DNA and the way they, you know, they defense, manifest yeah. themselves. So um that would be interesting to kind of see. But then um Thanos was half deviant, wasn't he? I guess. Yeah. So was he, is he a mutant? mutant. Is he like an X-Men? <laughs> yeah, is, he, is he an X-Men? It does change everything in this. Um... It changes a lot. Like, And then the Avengers versus the Eternals versus the X-Men. 
versus mutants, I guess, um, kind of thing. It also changes the, the origin of certain things because it's kind of like you're meant to see Eternals as heroes, right? Okay. Yeah. But then it's like you've got the origins of people, for example, like uh, like Magneto, right? And it's like this dude basically was in, you know, uh, was in the Holocaust yeah. and like, you know, he's had all this bad stuff there done to people around him and things and that shapes his worldview. Then you're obviously going to be like, okay, I'm back in Deviants now, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Rather than back in the Eternals, because you know, you, basically the Eternals are going and trying to kill a Holocaust survivor, right? Which is kind of messed up, you know what I mean? There is like you the know possibility <laughs> that within the story, it's only a couple of them interpret mutants as Deviants, but it turns out that's not the case. That could be a mm-hmm. possibility that it all just gets brushed away at the end and be like, nah, they're not. Yeah. Like, like a mutation they're thinking they just is, presume that is that's a connected. Yeah. yeah yeah and then they go and end up fighting them or, or whatever mm. kind of thing um that could be interesting yeah seeing you know seeing these different powers and stuff but i i don't know man I, with the eternals i had so many issues there with it like it made so little sense there to me like so many times yeah why don't they just thorn them they could, they could have answered all of the questions of why they didn't get involved in so many things. They went to sleep. They went back in their ship and went to sleep mm. for a thousand years or something. Yeah. And then just reactivated. Yeah. Which is why we got so much talk in the... I mean, that makes so much sense, exactly what you said. Mm. Because if you think about ancient civilizations, they're always talking about uh, this god and that god yeah. and, and you know all this kind of stuff and then it just disappears yeah. right in the you know in the middle ages and it's like yeah basically like they did their thing they 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 laid their kind of um you know uh their ideas which is what yeah. um uh you know arishan wanted them to do and now they're you know the humans are kind of on their own and now they're reactivated you know to to do yeah. whatever um and there's only like one uh, maybe who was who was there like you know keeping an eye on the whole thing the the main because the main problem that i have is like okay if you're if you're encouraging them to do certain things and your whole mission was to burn fight against the deviants then why don't you create uh 20 icaris why why even bother creating yeah, these other characters exactly you know you're 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 lying about basically saying that your whole point is to fight the deviants you know what i mean there's there, it, there's obviously a different uh you know different kind of thing about it there as God, well so film could have been so cool if it just kept it in the ancient times man just bounce mm. around egypt and greece and rome and all just keep it there instead of and they could do you know what that idea that you had now i'm thinking about it, it makes so much more sense like every single time because it's like people are saying online like oh thanos is part deviant and blah blah they could have been brought back after that point because it's like this deviant basically went and did all this kind of stuff and mm. you know they weren't there at the time and you know because they thought that their job was over and they went into the yeah. deep sleep and all this kind of yeah. stuff um and they've decided now that they're going to be here throughout all time basically right mm. you know it could have made way more sense i mean but, like right now we've got a world where this flipping 
this 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 actual celestial that could be seen from space has emerged from the earth right and the earth is still freaking there right it's like can you imagine the tsunamis that would be going oh on on the God. planet with this thing just emerging there's one scene in the celeste uh, in the in the eternals where you're actually literally seeing it from space and this mm -hmm. thing is emerging to the edge of space that means that it's about 30 miles it's about 30 miles tall right? they have to that, dude they have to have references in the other films coming up to it yeah so just just even if it's just in tv in the background to say about what the hell where did this thing come yeah. from yeah it's like it's like the funny thing is it's like you know i didn't know anything about about black knight right i didn't even know who this mm. character was right and it's like it's like this guy sees his girlfriend like disappear into space right she gets taken by this flippant being that you can literally see is like the size of the earth suddenly appears like his head is the size of the moon disappears and a dude goes back and he's like goes to get his sword i'm like why is he getting his sword like to fight? It, it wasn't good. that sword gonna bloody and do, it does man. feel like the only reason why they kept them awake is just so they could fit in that Kit Harrington storyline of her having a relationship <laughs> with him and being a teacher and all of that. Yeah, I was kind of just like, okay, I didn't understand the thing, so I had to go home and like read about why is this dude getting his sword, uh, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff, man. <laughs> um, or, although one of the good things in this, okay, we got, I'm going to make a lot of enemies now. One of the good things yeah. in this is that we could see Wolverine killing Harry Styles. Um, yes. In a <laughs> in a, in a oh my god, that's the way to redeem it. That would make it all worthwhile. Him being introduced in the MCU because I was mad in the cinema when I saw him. I was like, no. I stamped my foot. I was like, no. Oh, the first thing one you see is, <laughs> the first thing you see is Harry Styles and you just see these bone claws just emerging from his chest and he's just like lifted uh, up a Wolverine's behind yes, him, basically. Yes. It's, like, yes. it's like, yep, Harry Styles is gone from but, the Yeah, universe. just his head just rolling on the floor and just stopping. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah. His head went in one direction. Oh my left. God. <laughs> That's what everybody's going to say, right? Everybody's, that is going to be the tagline, man. So, yeah. Um, guys, let us know what you think about, like, you know, how they're going to introduce this. Would yep, you yep. have a different idea mm. of them introducing uh, introducing the, uh, the deviants and stuff yep. like that? There's a and lot of rumors about... How should Harry Styles die? How should Harry Styles die? There's a lot of rumors about Fantastic Four being brought into, you know, the uh, the multiverse of madness and stuff. And, and you know... I'd love to, I'd like to hear you guys come out with uh, like a an interesting way to link all these kind of things there mm -hmm. together um you know because uh yeah cause I, I'm I'm always coming out with like really weird ways so it'll be interesting to see if somebody's got a coherent way to link all this kind of stuff there basically so yeah um if you uh, if you want to uh, message us, you can email us on dcvsmarvelpod at gmail.com. And you can also go to the uh, Facebook page, which is DCVS Marvel Podcast. Yep. Um, if you want to be catching all the Fast and Furious news, uh, you can be you can catch you can, you can you catch can check me out the... on talking at the movies podcast, all things movie and TV, uh, and all podcasting platforms, and the video of that show and this show on Vulture Network on YouTube. Yeah, so guys, check all of those out there as well. And um, yeah, there's, uh, let us know what you thought about 
Boba Fett and stuff, man. Nobody's really said anything about that, I think, because nobody's watching it. But yeah, just <laughs> let us let us know what you think about that. Are we wrong about that there as well? I'd like to see a defense of that show there. Um, until then, guys, uh, we'll see you again next time. See you later. <laughs>